The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, somebody on Twitter said, Spider-Man only works in New York. If you put Spider-Man in Dallas, he's worthless. Why is that? And I said, I said, yo, yeah, if you drop Spider-Man off in Oak Cliff, he's going to have to ride the dark rail. (laughs) (laughs) No, Spider-Man really is one of them superheroes who, like, he only works if you have skyscrapers. He can go fight somebody, but, like, what would he do? Like... Spider-Man would need a bus pass or a car. Or imagine Spider-Man come through on roller skates. I just throw a stick and trip his ass. <laughs> yeah, trip Spy- Yo, there, there was this episode of The Flash, not uh, not the current one, but like the old one, uh-huh. where uh, the Mark Hamill's character, like the trickster, one time the Flash was chasing him, and he just threw some of them bouncy balls out in the street and dropped Flash like that. Flash who can, like, break... Who uh, can run faster than the speed of light? Who can literally run backwards in time? Got stopped by them little bouncy balls. They had the tie dye on them. So like them, uh, them what is it? The, those uh, three dollar balls that they have? Those big old? Not even the no, the little ones, like <laughs> wow. the, the like the little tidy ones. You get yeah, a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. He didn't have the juice. He didn't have the sauce. Well. Yeah, they got him out of there, man. That's South Carolina. That's why he's on the C Dub. That's why. <laughs> This is South Congress Podcast. My name is Cameron. Here are my man, Peanut. What's up, everyone? Peanut, we are on episode 33. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen number? Yep. Patrick Ewing number? Yep. Who's a football player who wore 33? Um, hell, I don't know. Yo, I was, like, whenever I used to create running backs in, like, Madden or in, like, NCAA, like, no number above 34 was tight. That's 30 true. like 32 was kind of tight 34 was kind of tight 37 was trash i didn't like 48 until uh steven davis had 48 and then like john lynch wore 47 um but yeah like you didn't have a running back number well alfred morris was 46 we were like grown like yeah like sean alexander wore 37 he was cool for like three seasons yeah he was did Nickelodeon stuff too, I think, like the Kids' Choice Awards and shit like that. He was the man for a minute. He was the yeah. cover of what? Madden 07? Maybe. 06? No, it wasn't 06. I think it was 07. And then, like, that's the worst thing you can do as a running back be on the cover of Madden because that means it's over for you. Yeah. That means you carried the ball so many times and got so many yards. Like, it was a, like Eddie George. Remember where Eddie George got to the Cowboys? Yeah. And Trash. he literally couldn't run anymore. True. That's very true. Like, I always talk about Blake Griffin, how somebody was talking about him. They said, you only got so many jumps in your legs. Like, yeah, with a running back one day, it's just. That's it. It was settled something for me. Somebody said, uh, and it was, you know, one of these young kids like Milan or somebody mm-hmm. talking about, okay, Biggie only has two albums with all the content that Lil Wayne has do you still say Biggie's better than Wayne I'm like yes yes of course like Curtis Martin's a great running back but he's not better than Bo Jackson exactly Bo Jackson got hurt yeah like it's there's a lot to say about somebody who plays for a long time yeah there's a lot to say about somebody who plays for a long time but like it doesn't make you more talented than the other person just because you drop that's like saying you know like John Sally's one of the best because he has like 
five, six, seven rings or whatever the hell he has. I mean, that's a different conversation. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm still oh. talking about people who are like yeah. very, very good, like Hall of Famers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Okay, fuck that comment. Never mind. <laughs> Reverse yeah. that. Scratch that. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I, I feel like to be fair, this is this is a weird show. Um, we're doing this on a Friday night, and a lot of things happened in the last like day that we'd be yeah. remiss if we didn't talk about it. Uh, first of all, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our man B. Ray, friend of the show, friend of the family. We go way back. Uh, oh, yeah. We've been down for, what, 15, 14, 15 years? Yeah, just about, yeah. We've been doing this since the beginning of college, yeah. yeah. About three, yeah. Um, so my man, my man B. Ray is... Um, Rich. Yeah, big time, <laughs> big time financial dude in Dallas, right? Um, yes. And there was... A kid who got killed in Dallas yesterday. Um, basically, a, a police officer was coming home from work. Um, she tried to go into the wrong apartment. She was on the wrong floor um, trying to enter her apartment. Didn't realize she was in the wrong place. The person who lived there opened the door and she shot him and killed him. And... You know, all I've been hearing is like all these good things about this guy. He was a great kid, you know, super smart. Um, so I'm in I'm in training today and B Ray calls me. And B Ray never calls me like yeah. during the day. And he's like Cameron and he tells me the story that's on the news. I'm like, My God, like and B Ray told me like that kid had next. Like I was grooming him to be next. Like this kid had a, a bright future ahead of him. It's just it's sad, man. I, I can't it's really not the time for me to get into how I feel about law enforcement, how I feel about guns. Like that's, I'm not trying to politicize what happened. It's just really sad. Like you hate mm-hmm. to see, you hate to see anybody's life cut short. Like I hate to see like a promising young black kid's life cut short. Like I hate it because, you know, like a lot of us don't reach the point that this kid was at. Like, he's 26. Like, he's about to be set. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. If he works where B-Ray works, I mean, you know, he's he's definitely going to be okay for life. Yeah. And but, then through no fault of his own, man, through him opening his door, like he's... Checking to see who the hell's that trying to get into my place. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I heart goes out to the kid's family. I actually yeah, talked sure, to... um, I talked to B-Ray for a little bit. I talked to this kid's best friend. Because she was just telling stories about him on Twitter. And I let her know who I was, like, in relation to the kid. And yeah. she's like, you know, I've been hearing great stuff about him all day. And thank you. And it's just, you know, I, I don't know what you even say to, to friends or to family at this point. But, you know, I wish them all the best. Um, something that is a bit more universal, I think, uh, you know, Mac Miller died today of an overdose. Um, mm. I mean, the, the best thing I can say about Mac Miller, he's a white rapper that nobody had a problem with rapping. And I, and I, I don't know if people realize how big of a compliment that is. His music was just good for him to be white, black, or otherwise. You know what I mean? Like, he, it wasn't my music that yeah. I listened to. No, I but I'm, a, like, to I'm not a Wiz Khalifa guy either. Yeah. You know, and they ran in a pack. Like, that's, that's that era. That's that style. Like, the... Those two currency, like that's not really it's like me. A little circle or whatever. Yeah, yeah but click, that, yeah. but that resonates yeah. with a lot of people 
like our age and he got that credibility. He got that credit from everybody. Everybody thought his music was good, whether they listened to it or not. And that's like a huge compliment. Um, you know, it was an overdose. Like drugs are rampant in this generation of artists and you know, just you want people to find other ways to cope, other ways to deal with their problems. Um like it's it, it's sad to lose. It's always sad to lose people. Yeah, it's sad sure. to lose artists who who people look up to, who people aspire to be like, who people model them, model themselves after. Um, and the ugly part of it, man, that's you know, an Ariana Grande kid. Like I I really feel bad for her. Like there's bad things that happen around her that she can't control. Like she can't control twenty people getting killed at her concert. Yeah, there's there's nothing you can do. And then their relationship wasn't a good relationship, which is not to say he was a bad person, which is not to say she was a bad person. Mm-hmm. But like people are in her comments saying it's your fault. What? Yeah, like if you had no. stayed with him, this wouldn't have happened. Like no, no. that's not no. Like, that's bad that's relationships. Far. Everybody it, needs to get out yeah. of them. I mean, everybody yeah. makes their choices. I mean, spe- especially like, you know, like, and I, I don't sound like an asshole, mm-hmm. but I mean, he, here's my thing. You know, if, if you're making all this money, you're, you're doing all, you know, you're making all this music. Why are you going to squander all that shit on drugs? Like, why don't you just go get a fucking invest in a Starbucks and, you know, sit the fuck down and make music? I don't, and, and like, I don't. It's, it's crazy. Like, not I, to take I, away. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to take away from what you're saying. I think. What I would say is you never know what's affecting somebody. And yeah, to do drugs and shit like that, like hard drugs. It's easier yeah. to get to drugs than it is to get to a Starbucks, even if you have access. Um, so so I don't we can True. we can differ on this. Yeah. I don't want it to turn into a memorandum on what how I feel about people using drugs, because I it's hard. You know, I Different people go through different things. I don't know that kid, yeah. And so I can't really comment on it. It's just um, like I you she, don't. It's nobody's responsibility to save another person in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. That's the point I want to get across. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? I agree like with that. I agree she, with that. she's entitled to live her life, and, and you know I hope that she can be that new ass weirdo that she's <laughs> with Pete Davidson. But oh, I mean, if those kids are happy, weirdo. those kids are I mean, happy. Yeah, they're happy. That's cool. That guy, it doesn't change the fact he's not a fucking weirdo. But real, you know. real quick, um, you want to say anything about? Uh, Aretha Franklin's funeral because I mean she definitely I honestly showed didn't up. get a chance yeah. to watch it she showed up there in like a baby doll dress um, which is which was jokes until like a, the preacher got up there and like kind of like grabbed her around her waist and touched her boob and like what do you be, expect he's a preacher man listen and then like made jokes about Taco Bell when she was on stage it was really gross. It's a shit show. I mean, uh, a lot of, and again, I hate to generalize, but a lot of preacher people out there, it's 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 a big hustle. You Listen, know? you know how I feel about the church. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, how I feel about it too, and you know, it, that shit will yeah, never change. You know, how I feel about the church. Yeah. So yeah, that's, a big, that's just a big shit show. That's all that was, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, if you look at if you look at, it, I guess outside looking in, you know, it, it's unfortunate. Because, you know, obviously, like, you know, Aretha definitely deserved a lot better. But, I mean, it's just just a big-ass shit show is what that was. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like those are definitely things. 
we needed to tackle, things we needed mm-hmm. to talk about, um, you know, thoughts to our friends affected, thoughts to these individuals' families affected. We really um, don't want to make light of any of this. Like, this is real serious stuff to happen yeah. in such a short period of time. So just know that, like, Peanut and Cameron are there with you. Um, mm-hmm. You're definitely, okay. like, in our thoughts. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do the whole thoughts and prayers thing. No, no, but I you're, do that. We're, we're there. But I will say, if anybody is struggling, definitely hit me up. I have some uh, health lessons that I've done. I, I, I teach, I focus more on mental health. And to be honest, it's actually helped a lot of my students. And I teach a lot of, you know, like uh, preteens, you know, they're going obviously through rough times. You know, so if y'all want something to look at, I mean, hey, I can give you like some lessons. You just kind of look at some stuff I've done. And like I said, if it can, you know, helps them, you know, it can help anybody else. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we can put that out there early. Um, yeah. If you have questions, mm-hmm. if there's things you want to talk about, you can always send us an email yeah. at southcongress at gmail.com. At southcongress with a K. Mm-hmm. You can definitely shoot Peanut the DM. Yeah. SK underscore Peanut. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we're... This is I'm and a this is teacher guys. Yeah. This is what I'm here for. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Um and I'm glad that you said something cuz I I almost forgot to even talk about it. Okay. Um I for the last couple of days I've been doing training with my job. Um just basically a new way for us to kind of advise students on classes going forward on how to put life in perspective when we're setting up schedules, stuff like that. Yeah. Definitely. Um and one of the things that we watched was, you know, some white guys TED talk, um, <laughs> you know, but um, basically what they were saying was people don't listen to you. People don't buy into what you're doing because of what you do. They buy into it because of why you do it. Yeah, um, for sure. And I've been like scratching my brain for our why. And I think I found it, and I think I know why people like us. Mm-hmm. You and I do this thing every week to catch up on lost time. Yeah, like, that's true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I never really like put it together. Like you and I lost, you know, a good five years at least, and it's like because I was pretty much chilling in Mexico for like from 2012 to like 17. It's like if you take two dogs. Mm-hmm. Who like lived in the same house, and then you separate them for a long time, and you put them back in the same house, and they go crazy like, oh my god, oh my god, you're here, you're here, you're here. That's what it be like every July when whenever we, we meet up and shit. I think people are watching mm-hmm. a friendship come back together, and I think they all if they if they're not going through that, they know what that feels like. Yeah, and so I think our why is that people are watching people who have already built build and they like it because like a lot of it is just like we know each other but i feel like we find out new stuff about each other every week that we do this mm-hmm. we find out new ways to kind of communicate and interact it's fucking amazing it's great oh yeah and yeah i mean like i said you know just to kind of go back I and mean, what people don't realize like from yeah that that 2012 till about last april we literally like no bullshit maybe at max the most saw each other like twice a year of that because you know i live so goddamn far and it was hard for me to get away um you know just because where i used to teach at was literally like a f- about four hour drive 
fortify our drive one way. And so obviously it would be really tough to, um, you know, to come out here and do my thing. And then, you know, the season, all that shit. And, and we're traveling. Uh, you know, my schedule used to be really crazy um, whenever we had to travel on the road just to get to one opponent. We had to drive three hours just one way, three and a half, you know, three to three and a half max, just one way. And so it, it was tough getting out here. And so now that, you know, I'm out here, I can be here like every week. And, you know, it's it's like, yeah, it's, it's like you say, yeah, we're, we're kind of catching up on a lot. And, you know, there's a lot of shit I'm finding out in the group chat. And I'm just kind of like, hold up, like, hold the fucking phone. <laughs> what, is, what is going on? Wait a minute. Yeah, when did this become a thing? Well, with that said, can we talk about these hoes? Of course. <laughs> Shout out, Chris. What up, Chris? Wonder, hey, Chris, keep your head up in San Angelo. I Look, wonder, just stay in San Angelo. Do not go to Del Rio, dude. Do, I wonder when I say that now, if people realize, like, it's almost never serious, but sometimes it's serious. Because I think, like, that's always going to be my calling card when we talk about something really serious or yeah. we're just totally changing topics. Can we talk about these hoes? Well, I definitely um, have another nasty award to give out. Ooh, so. do you have a nasty award? I do. Really quick. I want to give out not a nasty award, but a semi-nasty award. Okay. So like I tell you, every week that we do this, like, it's weird that you're getting fame and you're getting notoriety. It's uh-huh. weird. Yeah. One of my lady friends reached out. One of my one of my lady friends. And she was like, hey. She was like, Does your what kind of girls does your friend like? <laughs> I said, I said, what, excuse me? Hey, what kind of girls is your friend like? I was like, he just likes girls. Like, it doesn't matter. And she was like, well, I think I have a friend for him. And then, <laughs> I can't. I know where you're going with I can't, this. No, because he, no, I, I can't tell the whole story. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. Because innocent, innocent lives. Got to protect the innocent with the story. Nah, nah, but no, the whole thing shit. about it is, basically, her friend was like, um, I think my friend would like your friend. Because she's kind of in, in, the, in the mindset and the mood for a Mexican guy. Holy <laughs> that's, shit. That's, this- Guys, this is the pest <laughs> remake. No, so listen. So the thing about it is, like, I told the other group chat too, right? Yeah. And they were like, they were like, "Yo, does he realize like he's being like fetishized?" I was like, "Fuck yeah, he does. I think he's okay with it. I don't think he cares." Well. Oh my god. It all really depends. Oh my god. So like, talk about that for a second. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't. If I'm single, yeah, and like I'm just, you know, I'm looking to just get it in, I don't mind being a notch on the belt. I don't <laughs> mind being a spot on the checklist. Yeah. You know, like that's cool with me. I'm not I'm not thinking about it too much deeper than that. Yeah. Because she's also on the checklist for having a vagina. You feel me? Like it's not super deep like that. Yeah, I'm not like looking to like date at that point. What I, I guess what I'm asking is if if we're out, yeah, we're kicking it, mm-hmm. and the conversation that happened via social media that happened with me instead happens in person. Like somebody comes up to me and they're like, "Hey, um, Cameron, my friend who I know." Your friend that's next to you, my friend would like to hang out with him a little bit, specifically because he's Mexican. How how would you take that? I would say, well, (laughs) 
Why, why did you load up like the big show theme song? Well. It's like, well. I might have a lot of questions, but I guess like. What are the questions? Or is one of the questions what that thing smell like? No. Oh, Because sorry. I'm not going near it. Really? Face first. No. So, so, so you're not rocking with that? Depends. Okay. Does From, your acceptance okay. of... I'm sorry, go ahead. Does your acceptance of her mm-hmm. shallow approach... No. No, no, no. No, no, it, I'm it, saying, does, does it matter how attractive she is for her to get away with that? No. Okay. So, so what, what's the criteria? Like, to put my face in the box? No, not oh, to put oh, your... Oh, I'm oh, saying, what are you oh, talking about? Holy shit. What man. are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm saying... If for for a woman to say, oh, to say some wild off the wall shit, no, like she's interested in having sex with you, Mm -hmm. mostly because of the color of your skin. Is is that okay with you in the Uh, moment? Not really, because I kind of feel like that's like a that's definitely like a gentrification like type approach. Okay. Oh, hey, minority, come here. But no. But are you going to beat though? Depends what she looks like. <laughs> See? I was waiting on it. Really depends what it she looks depend like. How attractive if, she, she is. If, if she's built like the Michelin man, nah, she can get, she can buy me some mimosas, she can buy me some drinks, and then you know, I can definitely like, you know, Conrad of that shit and then just kinda of disappear. You Personally. Know, like, like a like a true Mexican father. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If she's built like the Michelin Zing. man, I'm definitely going to burn rubber. Anyway. <laughs> might might burn a few. Anyway. Damn. Um but yeah, so I mean, I I don't. It, it, it was really weird. I was like, huh? Like, I don't I don't know about you popping off. This isn't cool. What what are we what what's happening here? I don't know what's happening. This here. is you, South Congress podcast <laughs> co-starring Cameron. I don't like it. No, no, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! I'm but, I'm sitting there literally just minding my own business. That was interesting though, because like. It's again like you and I haven't occupied the same space in so long, mm-hmm. and now that we do, I feel like these are the conversations that are going to happen. Like, hey, Cameron, I know that you're in a committed relationship. However, the person standing next to you who talks crazy with you all the time is not. So, so what's he about? What's his deal? What you what you gonna do <laughs> when they start asking what's his what's this guy's deal? <laughs> I really felt like you were like trying to. Uh... Pawn me off and shit without my knowledge. Absolutely. Like, hey, oh no, wait, I had what? the whole conversation without consulting you. Yeah, I didn't tell I you until after the conversation. I, I, <laughs> I can imagine. You, I showed and you the th- this, this is what worried me. <laughs> like honestly, I was kind of like Arr, a little bit because you know I you know I looked at what you sent. Yeah. And then this is where I was kind of like a red flag. Like wait a minute, was when um in the conversation I guess she talks like well she tells me she's fun and you know she's this I'm yeah. like. Bitch, do you know her? Wait, what did you thought it was? Whoa, it's the girl, wait, wait, it's the girl that works in the next building. <laughs> it's, the it, it's just someone that you just happen to, uh, you know, you've been making copies of the coffee machine and she just approached nah, you? Nah, she's, she's, I mean, the way that I read it mm-hmm. was definitely like, yeah, she's a, she's a gold liver. I, I can imagine. Maybe we'll get a good story out of that. Maybe. We are terrible. But at the same time. Horrible people, by the way. As nice of a. Your birthday party is going to be crazy. It is going to be I'm crazy. I'm bringing them all. But as, as nice as your friend is, uh-huh. I, mean, I mean, I don't want to sound ugly, but this is, I guess, the best way I can put it. But she just kind of seems like she has a couple screws loose up there. Oh, if that's, you know what I mean. That's 
That's where the fun so, comes I, from. I guess no, that's not fun. Not not when you're tied up to a bed and you have your ankle shattered with a sledgehammer and shit. How many ankles do you need? I need mine both. I have to walk up and down the sideline and move around. <laughs> you gotta learn to walk on your hands. Nah, I ain't doing that. Okay, so we're gonna wait till the end to give out this nasty award. Yeah. Let's take a let's take a nice little mid show break. Okay. Um, we do have a brand new five star review. Ooh, nice. Um, can I read it? You can read it. Fuck yeah. Why do you get to read it? That's gross. Because you read the last one. Oh no. Oh no. That was a show within a show. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> I'll let you read it. I guess I'll send it to you as we're talking because I'm definitely not throwing my phone across the studio. Is what I'm going to say we're in. I won't look at the Yelp files. You want to, Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, no. You won't, you won't peep the nasty awards? No, sir. Okay. Uh, yeah, but um, if you want to send us a five-star review, you just have to set up um, an iTunes account if you don't have one. If you do, it'll let you search South Congress Podcast. You can hit the five-star option, then leave a review, and it'll ask you to put in a name. Um Peanut used to say we'll read your one-star reviews. No, we'll definitely pull up on you for a one-star review. Hit us with those five stars. That's what we appreciate. Peanut, I just sent that to you, and it will be the one at the bottom. Okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, here we go. The bottom one, a must-listen-to podcast. That's it. Fucking hilarious. Dope topics and keep me laughing in the car by myself on my way home from work like a psycho. I highly recommend you tune it. Well, tune in. Tune in, definitely. That's Pierre Chevelle. Uh, yeah. Hey, we just want to say thank you for that. And we will do our, our best to keep you laughing. But uh, if you wreck, that's kind of on you. Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't please, Sorry. Please don't crash your car. Yeah, please don't crash. Because our jokes please. were so funny. Yeah. Because we're so fucking entertaining. Oh, I got a question. What's up? When is the appropriate time to talk to a young woman wearing headphones? Uh... Shoot or shoot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, never really. I mean, not even so much a woman, but if anybody has headphones yeah. on, I would say never. But at the same time, if you're going to go to a public place and you're just going to have headphones, just stay home. Yeah. Okay, so you're not a headphones in the gym guy. We've talked no, about that's, that. that's silly. I'm I hate that. I, I hate that. I mean, gym guy. it's cool, but, you know, when people, like, kind of look down at you or just kind of like... Mm. Ugh, like you don't like headphones at the gym. What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, no, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, See, I'm a this shit was not only trendy only like some years ago. I'm a headphones in the gym guy, but I'm also a dap everybody up in the gym guy. Yeah. So I'm like, like I, I my music is to motivate me, but my, Michael Harris is the one that taught me that his headphones. He doesn't talk to anybody in the gym. Yeah. Like when he's working out. He's like, no, it's just me. I'm not talking to anybody. But he also like doesn't make eye contact. He makes it clear outside of just wearing headphones that he's not to be bothered, which I get. I'm I'm way more into head nods and pointing at people and making a little smile and all that. Like I'm I'm, I'm about all that shit. But um, no, it's it's weird that you are anti headphone in the gym because I'm like. I expect everybody to be doing their own thing and no. to break every now and again to like have a conversation. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. But, you know, I, I guess with me, it's like if you're a headphone person, that's fine. But don't look down on somebody that doesn't use a headphone kind of thing, you know, or, or, or look at it that it's weird that somebody doesn't use headphones. Because you got to remember, this shit only became trendy when all of a sudden headphones 
really started became wireless and shit. You know, I mean, like to me, it looks silly as fuck going to the weight. You know, going to the weight room. You have these headphones and. Well, like I said, if you want to listen to your own music, I mean, I have no problem with that. But, you know, I have no problem also rocking with whatever the fuck's playing because music doesn't motivate me. Like, you know, motivates me, my health and me being able to live a little bit longer. That's my motivation. Not some fucking song. Trash. Mm. You better. No. Bitch, you better build a playlist. (laughs) If you're doing that, you're definitely some fucking thoughty person. You're doing doing it for the wrong reasons. I'm I'm not going to respond to that. Yeah, because you know what I mean. I have have like three gym playlists. I bet you do. Um, Oh, fucking thought ass. Little Scrappies on all of them. Wow. I bet Um, you are. (laughs) I bet you do. All right. Fuck you. So, no, um, but I mean, it's all good either way. Just you know, just don't just don't look down on somebody if they don't have headphones. Big topic of the week. Yeah, I'll you, never give you, them a nasty award. Oh well, okay. Give give your nasty award. Mm-hmm. Um, know that na- last week's nasty award was super nasty. Yeah. So maybe if you can curb the language a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, it's that. not as bad. It's not okay. as bad. Trust me, trust but me. Give, give your nasty award, please. Yeah. So basically, uh, the nasty word goes out. I'm not going to say his name. I mean, we, let's just say we saw him Sunday. Okay. Okay. And so you know who it is, correct? At this no, point. Okay. Yeah. So basically, um, yeah. Um, friend of ours, mutual friend of ours. He sent me a. Uh, oh, I do know who it is. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Can I? I don't know. No, no, no. Nasty award. I do. No, no. Not him. It's the, it's the other person who sent him this thing. He's a nasty award. <laughs> Number one. I think he's a nasty champion for life, but. What's up? Wait, I. Start to tell you're nasty. I'll, I'll be over there in a second. Okay. So while we're doing this, Cam's definitely making another drink, so I'll, uh, I got the floor. So, basically, our mutual friend, uh, he was getting ready to return. It was a uh, Labor Day Monday, and he was sh- he basically like you know did that record screenshot thing or whatever, and he showed me a text message from uh, some lady, some woman, and basically on the message said, "Hey, um, how about uh, you come over tonight? We fuck, and then you can go home." And this is like nine thirty in the morning. And he sends me, he goes, Okay, breakfast, hey. breakfast box, that's fine. Yeah, he's like, hey, like he sends to me, like, you know, kind of laughing at it. He goes, I mean, can I get in town first? Hashtag free agency. So I was like, wow, like, you know, I kind of tell him, like, you know, hey, shit, like, you know, I, I need to meet someone like that. And he goes, she's 48. And I said, nah, she needs to move around somewhere. She needs to, she needs to realize, like, her shit is now in the bingo hall and those really run down bars at this point. So, what's you- up? You giving her a nasty award because you suffer from ageism? I'm giving her a nasty award because she's definitely hitting him up that early and saying, "Hey, like listen, basically though. begging for him to come over to she, bang her." And it's like, "Oh, like you know." And she's, she's 48. To compromise. She's 48. She has to be in bed by 5:30. No, no. She she wanted him to go over at night. What she, time at night? Like night. What I'm saying it's night night. She, if like, she don't, I don't know listen. what time, but basically, like she put it, she made it clear yeah. that she wanted him to go over at night. She sent him that this text at nine thirty in the morning, and he's just kind of like, uh, "Can I fucking get home?" That's like, prudent planning. No, when she's too old to be doing When that your shit. mother needs you to pick up something for dinner, what time does she text you? In the morning. But here's the thing. <laughs> I'm saying. Okay, but here's the thing. This she is different. the same thing. She's no, she's forty eight, but she's acting like she's like some college thoughty and shit. She can't be doing that shit anymore. She's too fucking old for that behavior. Like, 
This is blatant ageism. No, I don't give a shit. Call it what you want, but you know, <laughs> you you can't be acting a certain way when you get to when you get certain age. Like, you know, I'm sorry. You mad at a at a 50 year old woman for setting up the dig early? I'm mad that I'm appalled. <laughs> I'm just mad she thinks that's okay, and it's just kind of like you know, knowing that you know he's not exactly a free agent. Oh, they don't respect that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, I'm like, you know, maybe that's why you're 48 and alone. Wow. Oh, well. Gotta be nicer to people's grandmothers, man. Nope. <laughs> that's you can, I won't. I, like I said, I'm going to call it how I see it. You, you, and you're against grandmothers. No, you're I'm not an- against grandmothers. I'm just against bullshit, dumbass behavior. Anti-abuela Anti-dumbass peanut. behavior. Anti-dumbass Anti-abuelita peanut. peanut. No. Anti-dumbass thought oh. behavior peanut. So let's talk about the big topic of the week. Yes, please. Let's you do and that. I are in the mix on Sunday. Uh-huh. You know, we're we're doing a brunch thing. We're doing a mimosa thing. Mm-hmm. We're out celebrating. My other half got a big promotion, so I'm rich now. <laughs> might retire, might not. Admin Ali. Yeah, man. I'll be out here really getting to the bread she's now. She's now my superior and I don't even work for her. Yeah, man. Thinking about just quitting all this shit. This podcast shit can go. I guess I can carry the torch. I'm just going to iron clothes, do I'll push-ups. Carry the torch. I'll, uh, I'll get Flo to do it with me. <laughs> Could you imagine awesome. if you like, hey, man, what you doing today? Oh, I'm just cleaning up the kitchen, you know. <laughs> Dog, it's, it's 1 o'clock. I know I've been going pretty hard. Um, I'm almost done, you know. Maybe you can come by for a little bit. We can sit on the balcony. But then you got to go. I got to make dinner. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but no, so we all celebrating, you know, um, it's Labor Day weekend. We uh we get up Monday, and yep. what do we see? We see Colin Kaepernick in black and white on the cover of a Nike ad. And what did the ad say specifically? Believe in. Was that believe in something? Believe, believe in believe in something like that. Even if it means losing everything. It means sacrificing everything. Yeah. So and white people have. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's not get. Don't go that far yet. Yet. Oh. So Colin Kaepernick is the face of the 30th anniversary of Nike's "Just Do It" mm-hmm. uh, promotion. Yeah. Um. You know, Colin Kaepernick, who has not been in the league since since 2016, who is now best known, uh, you know, by the uh, the American consumer as. The man who started sitting and then turning into kneeling while the NFL played the national anthem. And his mission statement was that I'm bringing attention to racial inequality and police brutality. Mm -hmm. And initially, um, it was viewed as disrespectful to the armed services and the armed forces and people who have fought for this country. So Colin Kaepernick meets with Nate Boyer. Um, If anybody knows me, you know, I'm a graduate of the University of Texas. Nate Boyer is a Texas ex. He was our long snapper after he um, served his time in the military. So he meets with Colin Kaepernick. They come to the agreement that kneeling is far more respectful than sitting during the national anthem and Colin Kaepernick begins to kneel and you know it causes an uproar and 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 if i'm speaking unfairly 
feel free to message or tweet or email um, if if I'm saying this incorrectly, but I do feel like I'm being accurate when I say mm-hmm. there was a split in how people felt. Um, the majority of people of color empathized with Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. understood where he was coming from, and supported him. Um, a number of people who, for the most part, were white, were upset and felt that he was being disrespectful to the troops. He was being disrespectful to the flag. He was being disrespectful to the anthem. And this split also existed under the military. Now, for the most part, I will say this. For the most part, military men and women seemed to side with Colin Kaepernick. Okay. In that he even said, when he was asked about if this was disrespectful to the military, his response was, well, I think that the way that we as a country treat our veterans is bad. And that is also something that needs to be addressed. And he yeah. gave time and he gave money to every cause that he said he was fighting for. So he put in the time and he donated the money. Right? Put his money where his mouth is kind of thing. So people who said, you know, and a lot of it was so telling. Like, we could talk about this forever. I just want to hit, you know, a couple of points. People asked, you know, Colin Kaepernick is somebody who was adopted by a white family and grew up wealthy. What does he know about struggle? And my response to that was always, doesn't this make him a better person? The fact that he did not have to go through these things, but people who look like him did and he's fighting for that. Like, that's. And it also it says a lot. It's a it's a way of people f- to tell on themselves mm-hmm. because they're admitting that there are people who grew up without because of the color of their skin, but we don't want to talk about that. So my overarching thing, Peanut, is that people didn't want to. They're doing everything they can to not have the conversation. They're getting oh, yeah. mad about everything, but they yeah. don't want to talk about police brutality. They don't want to talk about racial inequality. They want to talk about why they're offended. All right. So let's but let's get past that. So now he's the face of this Nike campaign. And what happens? People cut the checks off their socks and shorts. People like, were cutting now let's How soft. Okay, so let's now let's have some fun. We've yeah. been serious for a while. Let's have some How fun. How soft do you have to be to do that shit? That's so lame. If you cut the checks off your socks, they're not socks anymore. They're they're wave caps on your feet. <laughs> and it's, it's still Nike. It's they're, still Nike they're, brand. They're cotton do rags. <laughs> <laughs> them shits. They look like them socks. Remember, like them socks the little girls used to wear with the little frilly sides on them. Yes. They look like Serena's yes. skirt. Yes. They're like those. a tutu. That's what you're wearing now. Your socks so is lame. People doing that. Laid down like edges. Like. How much of a how much of a baby you gotta be to do that shit to cut it off? Oh my god! So we're in a group chat with a bunch of sneakerheads, right? Yeah. Did you see one fire pair of Nikes get burned? No, did not. They're all those like they're all the monarchs. Yeah, they're all the Home Depot fives and shit. <laughs> I saw the Home Depot fives. Yeah. I saw the get off my lawn lows. I saw the fucking what else do they have out there? The YMCA hey there, sixes. Hey there, hey there whippersnapper twos. <laughs> hey there, whippersnapper twos. Um, why can't we all say it sevens? 
Uh, <laughs> what, MGK really got at Eminem 12s? It was some fucking trash that they were burning. There was not one pair of $80 and up shoes I saw get burned. No, because they're definitely spending all that money on the same shoe look uh, looked like, but for like uh, Reebok or New Balance. Actually, New Balance probably. They're definitely uh, paying like $120 for like them Home Depot fives uh, for fucking. It's just New definitely trash. Yeah. Um, so. Nike's online sales, yeah. as of the time that we're recording, mm-hmm. went up 31%. That's good. Like, I think this is what I want to say. Nike is not some freedom-fighting company. Nike's not fucking the Power Rangers or Voltron. Mm-hmm. Nike made a decision that this is something that would stimulate their brand, people would spend money on, and they were willing to risk a portion of their merchandise, a portion of their audience to super serve the other portion. Yeah. The people who buy the expensive shoes, the people who buy the exclusives. Yeah, they know what they're doing. The people who buy, like this is for people who buy Nike tech suits. Yeah. This is for people who stand in line to buy shoes. Okay. It's not for old school who wears them to walk around the mall. You know what I'm saying? Like, they knew what they were doing. Which, speaking of that, I'm actually waiting until payday next week. What you gonna get? Um, I had seen a conversation between you and a... Uh, we met him Sunday at Brunch. My man, I watch VHS. Yes, Yo, yes, salute yes. to my man, I watch VHS. He actually tweeted me during the show um, about, and the, <laughs> about that Spider-Man thing. Uh-huh. And he posted a shot of Spider-Man... Fucking protecting the Foley's Red Apple sale. <laughs> Spider-Man was heavy in San Antonio. Him and the Incredible Hulk were at Foley's but, at the Great Rodeo ri- Rivalry or nice. Robbery. But yeah, uh, he had posted a picture of those uh, those Andre Agassi's, those Nike uh, two I were sexy. They're definitely, there's a pair and it's within a reasonable price. And so once payday hits next Friday. Get the fucking Andre bam, Agassi's. Okay. I'm definitely going to buy those. And I'm going to wear those with my uh, Peanut Savage Life shirt. And it's I was wild nice. hurt when I found out Andre Agassi didn't have all that hair, that that hair was attached to the hat. I was pretty disappointed. It happens. Apparently. I mean, he can still play his off and but you know. pins. Well, that's kind of, so is it like the like clip-on for ties and shit? Basically. Wow. When I found out there was hell to pay, I did just tell that dad joke. You did? It's fine. Zing. You told a Home Depot 5 joke. <laughs> Home Depot 5 joke. Yeah, Nike ain't losing shit. No, they're not. They're like, <laughs> this shit was all straight out. Matter of fact, it was the Foley's Red Apple sale Nikes that the motherfuckers was buying. Nobody worried about that shit. What are, they, what are you losing? Like, actually, I did own a pair of Air Pegasus. So I can't act, or not Air Pegasus, the Air Monarchs. Faye got them for me when I turned uh, 31, I think. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, because, like, or I was like 32 because I'm, cause I'm fucking old. Like, I get it. Well, fuck that. Um, what else we got, man? Uh, I mean, nothing else really. I mean, I guess just about that, you know, silly doing that shit. But I will say um, uh, the cool thing is yeah, yeah. our uniforms are Nike. Okay. So you rock. Yep. All the, uh, all some, the some schools, alternates. like. 
All Nike. Some like tiny college in Colorado decided they weren't going to carry Nike anymore because they stand Missouri. Yeah, no, it's Colorado too. I think. Oh really? Um, but like, I don't. You're not gonna wear it because that disrespects it. This is the thing, though. Like, someone like that is really like has that kind of thinking where they're so one dimensional. How the fuck are they? If I tell you, that's so silly. Like, if I tell you, no, the reason that I'm doing this during the national anthem, it's because when I have everyone's attention. That's not me saying that your anthem, even though your anthem is fucking trash. Like your anthem was written by a racist who put racist like verses toward the end of it. Like. okay, What these bitches want is one of my favorite songs, right? Yeah. DMX and Cisco, right? Mm -hmm. If you think that song is fucking fire, but you're like, yo, fuck the second verse of that song where he's naming all the girls, then you don't like the song. And I'm fine with that, but like <laughs> we only hear like the fucking first sixteen of the national anthem. If the national anthem is trash, it's trash. Like if you told me, well, if we had to get rid of everything done by racists, we wouldn't have much of a history. Well, fuck the history then. Put this shit in a museum. We can make new shit. I'm down for a new national anthem. Fucking. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, the national anthem comes on, like, everybody fucking puts their hand over their heart, and you hear, take Keith, fuck these niggas up. And then, like, a fire-ass beat comes on. That'd be dope. I'm with that. You do a new national anthem. We can remix the flag a little bit. I'm fine with that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Shit. But, no, um, before we get out of here, man, uh, just a little update for everybody. Again, um, I did... Tuesday night, I did the Pro Wrestling Torch's um, Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Show. Mm -hmm. um, so we covered SmackDown Live. Um, it was my first chance of being on with Wade in about a month, month and a half. It was great. Um, so if you're a wrestling guy, yeah, check that out. Um, again, the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Show. You can hear me on that. Um probably gonna do a new you me and wrestling this weekend you like should. i have the time um i'm kind of busy middle of the day the next few days because reasons but like i'm not <laughs> like i don't know i'm not into the nfl right now i know it just started but i'm not even focused on that right now probably get some college in tomorrow see what that's like um but probably a new you me and wrestling because way like really hyped it up and i'm like yo like i'm not even doing shows right now i'm busy with other stuff but i couldn't say that um comic-con 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 if you are going to the wizard world austin comic-con um september 21st through 23rd Travis Bryan and myself will be there representing pro wrestling torch and south congress uh, kick it with us hit Gus's chicken with us have a beer with us like do an interview with us like we're gonna be out there um holla at your boys we're gonna be in the mix um I did just get confirmation mm -hmm. my web series starts shooting in October nice I good, don't know good. I don't know man I don't know how nice it is. No, I think that'd be great. But I, I've always wondered, like, have you ever thought about writing a web series? I think you, yes. you, you can make a great one. But um, And your boy can be the co-star. There you go. Time, 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 time. <laughs> um, writing takes a lot of time. I don't yeah. know how much time I have right now. But oh, I, I love time. Yeah, I love working with um, Nicolette and her co-writer. 
Like they they're smart and they know what they're doing. And so right now I'm just soaking up game. And eventually when I have a thing, I'm going to them with that thing. Yeah. Uh, but no, it starts in October. But like I have to ask her. I have to ask her if she wants me to cut my hair. Because the character I'm playing is supposed to be a little bit younger. And my gray hairs are very prominent with this hairdo. Just do the, what is it, Just for I'm Men? I'm definitely not getting the Beijing. Just get the Just for Men or get whatever. The just for Men. I don't even fucking Just for Men. Sure you do. As long as my hairline holds when I get no fucking Just for Men. Hey. But no. Um, Emmett Smith did it. Yeah. yeah Emmett <laughs> Smith did it. But no, um, so that's coming oh, up. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Like, I love putting things out there in the world. Um, outside of that, that's about all we have coming recently. Peanut's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Two months out. Um, November 10th. If, if you're not a weirdo. Like, if, if you're at least half as cool as my man, I watch VHS. You can, cut, you can be in the mix. But, you know, we're, we, we are vetting people. Like a little bunch of weirdos in the crib. I just I just want to see who you're vetting for a second. If you have approval. if you're a lady friend and you have another lady friend who has a Hispanic fetish, um we're fine with that. We're gonna put a bunch of those in the room. We're gonna oh, make a, hilarious. We're gonna make a pinata out of you. <laughs> or see. no, or, or or we could do uh what's that show used to be on MTV? Uh what's it called? Single, no, single Dare and, to uh, Worm? What the hell was it? It was like a dating show. Uh the one with the bus. No, 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 not, not next. It, it was, it was the, like an actual, singled out. Yeah, singled out. There you, you go. You want to play singled out at your birthday? That'd be dope. I what, think we could actually make that happen. That would, and be like, what do you prefer this? But well, I prefer this. And how oh, God. Like, no, oh, here, I'll save you. Guys, <laughs> I think we're going to play singled out at Peanut's birthday. That would oh, be awesome. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, but no, yeah, Peanut's birthday on deck. Um, before we go, I, I just want to share one thing with you. Um, so I've mm-hmm. been in training all week and. It's about student motivation and student goals, and I don't know if people know this about me, and this is going to sound weird. I don't really have goals. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have goals. Like, all my friends are in professions where they're, they're, they very specifically want to move up. Like, Peanut coaches at one level, and he wants to be a head coach at a level, and then a head coach at a higher level. And then an athletic director at that level. And then maybe like a superintendent at that level. Like he has those goals. There's a very clear path on what you want to do even if it changes. Yeah. Like Faye was a teacher and now she's an assistant principal. My superior, even and though I don't then, directly work yeah, for her. And then she's going to be a principal. And then she's going to be like a superintendent. Like her whole path is laid out. Superintendent Faye, can you imagine that shit? I can fucking imagine my, my fucking pocketbook. Um, <laughs> but no, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you guys have very clear paths. But anybody who's ever sat down and asked me what my goals are, I have one goal. My goal is I to be... I be chilling, though. No, nah, fucking, I be chilling, now. My goal is to be a good dad. That's the only goal I have. And it's, it's that thing where, like, oh, anybody can do it. But if you listen to this show... Like, you know about me. Like, I I went to my stepfather's birthday party last weekend. And we don't get along. Not at all. We're not, like, cool like that. And I went because my mother wanted me to go. I love my mother. I'll do anything for my mother. And his it, it, what was cool about it, it's his 60th birthday. And his family, like his brothers, sisters, and his mother came from out of state. 
to wish him a happy birthday. And it was a great surprise. But the thing was, like, the way he's interacting with me is like we're friends and like we're like father and son. And we don't have that relationship. It was a, it was a front. Like, I can't even, like, work around it. And Peanut knows because Peanut's been around us. So yeah. it's not just me, yeah. like, projecting this thing. Peanut knows how we are when there aren't people around. Yeah. Now, the one thing I pride myself on, if I'm good at nothing else, I'm not one way around you when certain people are there and a different way when it's just you and me. If I don't fuck with you, I just don't fuck with you. And I treat you like that all the time. Like, it's not me being brand new. So Peanut saw it. You know, Faith saw it. My mother saw it. My sister saw it. They know what it is. Um, and so what I realized with this training, Peanut, and it's mm-hmm. really disheartening, but I think I needed to finally say it. I told you I don't like like ceremonies, and I don't like when, like if I do a great job with a student, and the student says, hey, what's your supervisor's email so I can tell them what a good job you did? And I'm like, can you not? Like, I don't want you to. Like, I don't like awards. I don't like commendations. I don't like certificates. I hate all that shit. So you're not trying to be employee of the month? Fuck no. But you know why? <laughs> why? Because I've been fighting for two people's approval my whole life. It's my stepdad and my dad. And... You know, you've been around me. You know mm-hmm. the, the good things I've done. Yeah. They don't really care. And, you know, that's... It's tough, but I'm at this training, right? And I basically tell this to a guy who's my partner for a portion of the training. And this is after this guy tells me... <laughs> He's a couple of years older than us. So he's seven months out from his doctorate. He's a retired military veteran. Uh-huh. And he runs his own company uh, sending technology and teaching technology to countries in Africa. And I was like, I feel like such a piece of shit. Damn. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I told him, I was like, you're such an amazing person. And he was like, yeah. He was like, no, my father wasn't there from the beginning. I was like, oh God, I'm such a sensitive piece of shit. <laughs> but no, it was it was interesting because like I tell him this, and he's like, yo, like I want to talk to you after after we're done. I was like, okay, cool. So him and I get to talk, and you know what he tells me? What does he tell you? He said, listen, he said, you can't let other people disapproving or not caring about what you're doing stop you from accepting the praise from somebody who wants better for you. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, oh, God, fuck you. I hate you so much. <laughs> so, I was like, that's exactly what I needed to hear. So, no, it was it was great. Like, I... Like, me seeing, like, positive black shit always gets me. But seeing this person who can empathize with where I come from, who's worked harder than I'll ever worked, and is doing great things for people, I'm like, well, let me stop being a selfish piece of shit. So, yeah, it was just great. and, And it just motivated me to make sure that we are more and we do more. Because... I got it pretty easy, man. I really do. And I got great people around me. And, you know, again, 
I think people are into what we do because of the why. Because they know that it's us building our friendship and it just translates to good product and a good conversation. And they seem to really be into it. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Sums it up. Um, <laughs> man. What a show. What yeah, a great a good one. I liked it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was cool. Um, if you guys want to be in touch with us, have conversation with us, questions comments about the show you can email us at southcongress at gmail.com that's southcongress with a k i am on social media at seahawk that's c-e-e-h-a-w-k um you can find me there instagram and on twitter i'm on all kinds of other accounts and stuff um south congress on twitter south congress podcast on instagram um, little known secret, actually very public secret. I do run the uh, Pro Wrestling Torch Instagram account. So oh, if you nice. have questions, comments, uh, want to drop a line about wrestling, it's PW Torch on Instagram. P W T O R C H. Um, I can definitely shoot the important questions up to the big boss if I don't have the answer. Um, but yeah, oh, again, plug Comic Con, Comic Con, Comic Con. Cameron Hawkins, Travis Bryant, yeah. they're with the cameras <laughs> and the video and the t-shirts and at all the, the popping ass parties. Basically, um, you want to see Cameron in like some uh, fucking spandex and see his uh, his man camel listen, toe. It's all good. If you do want to see me in tight superhero outfits, this is for I, that portion of the audience, I guess. Yep. I'm at least going to do the cosplay thing one day and this year at Comic-Con. Ball dick ball. I mean, I'm blessed. Um, <laughs> Peter, let them know. Let them know where they can find you on social media, man. You can find me on uh, Instagram, uh, Coach underscore Tristan T R I S T A N. You can find me on Twitter, S K underscore Peanut P E A N U T, and uh, you can jump my Snapchat, I T one zero zero five. That's also my PS4 gamer tag. Um, I play ESO, so if you do too. Um, would love to play with you. Uh, no weirdness. So. Peanut would love to play with you is what we're closing the show on. <laughs> <sighs> this was therapeutic. Um, again, it was especially running off of fumes for me today. So yeah, yeah, we wanna we wanna make sure you get home and get your rest, guys. Um, again, we we wish you the best mm-hmm. with your health, physical, yep. and otherwise. Um, if you need to reach out. Um, you can definitely talk to Pina. You can definitely talk to me. Um, he's going to be more help than I am. But um, if you ever just need an ear with what you're going through, I mean, that's what we're here for. We talk at you all day. We'd love to talk with you. Um, yeah, definitely. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Uh, rest in peace, my man Brian's protege. Um, it was Bantham mm-hmm. Gene. Um, if it's Gene or John, either way, I apologize uh, for getting it wrong. But, yeah, definitely prayers up to him and his family. Um If there's nothing else, it's been the South Congress Podcast, episode 33. For Peanut, I'm Cameron, and we're out. Bye. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. 
Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. <laughs> 